Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Monday. Is Monday going to be awesome, or is it going to be awful? Welcome to the show. Every Monday, we're going to look back at the previous week, and we're going to look at some of the things that were awesome about this week and maybe highlight a few things that were awful. So sit back and enjoy the next few minutes. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Monday. And today's just going to be another awesome Monday. It is May 5th, 2020. It is also Memorial Day. And I'm sitting outside once again in this beautiful New Mexico weather. Uh, it'll be about 87, 88 degrees today. Slight breeze, sun is shining, and it's just awesome. And as always, uh, as I'm doing my podcast, in my right hand, I've got another good cup of coffee. Uh, this morning, I'm drinking the Starbucks Anniversary Blend. Not quite as bold as the last one, but it's still good, and I uh, suggest maybe you try some of that, too. Before we get started, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Every Monday, I'll be recording a new episode, and I will be downloading that onto all of the usual suspects that we call platforms. Uh, it'll be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, probably whatever you can think of uh, is going to be posted there. I've also set up a Facebook page. That Facebook page is called Monday Awesome or Awful. And it is there that, uh, well, I hope to communicate with you through that Facebook page. Right now, I've got a poll up that I'm going to reference later on in the show. And maybe you can weigh in on this poll and maybe we'll just have a little bit of fun. Okay, with all of that out of the way, let's get going today. Uh, as I said earlier, today is Memorial Day. Now, Memorial Day means something more than a day that is dedicated to the barbecue grill. Memorial Day is actually the holiday where we remember those that have given the ultimate sacrifice, those that have shed their blood and died so that we can experience the freedoms that we have today. Freedoms, I'm afraid, that uh, we take for granted far too often. Perhaps this morning we ought to Think back to 1776 and the people that lived during that time as they were suffering under the hand of a really a brutal dictatorship uh, far across the ocean. Uh, they wanted one thing. They wanted freedom. They didn't want a government to uh, tell them what to do and how to worship and what to say and whether they can assemble or not or even hold guns or, or whatever it was. Our forefathers just wanted to be able to govern themselves and set their own rules, and they envisioned a government by the people and for the people. And so they rebelled against England, and it cost a lot of people their lives, a lot of men and women, boys and girls. Uh, they laid down their lives because they envisioned a society that we know today as the American dream. So this afternoon, as we're flipping hamburgers, uh, why don't we think about uh, why we're able to do that and realize that uh, freedom came with a price. 
Let's move on to something else. Yesterday, TBS and TNT, uh, they showed a golf tournament that I recommend that everybody watch. It was just fun. It was called Champions for Charity. It was an event where Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning faced off against Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. And even if you don't like golf, you're going to find this very, very entertaining. I just love the way that it was set up. Uh, the players were mic'd and they had earpieces in and they were able to communicate with uh, the people in the booth and those that were following along on the course. And there was a lot of trash talking. There was a lot of fun. And they raised $20 million uh, for the charities having to do with COVID-19 and trying to help people that have been affected by that. It was really a lot of fun. A few takeaways from this. Number one, Tiger Woods was hitting the ball long, and he was hitting it straight. I don't know if I've seen Tiger hit golf ball this good in several years, and he looked like he was at the top of his game. Phil Mickelson, well, Phil Mickelson was Phil. He was hitting it long, sometimes straight, sometimes not so straight. But the two celebrities, the two quarterbacks that were playing with him, they were perhaps the most entertaining. It surprised me the consistency of Peyton Manning's game. And Tom Brady, well, the front nine was a little rough for him. In fact, uh, there was a lot of people tweeting in, hey, I can beat Tom. Hey, Tom, when do you want to play me because I think that I could beat you? Uh, it was looking rough, and I felt sorry for Tom Brady in that front nine. It just looked like that he was a, uh, well, he was just in a bad place. Uh, but things turned around for him, and it especially turned around at number seven. And the uh, conversation between him and Charles Barkley up in the booth uh, just made it worth everything. Charles was talking trash. In fact, Charles, if you know anything about Charles Barkley, he is a really bad golfer. Uh, I believe my daughter Jessica could probably beat him at golf. Uh, and Chuck was just bad-mouthing Tom Brady right in his earpiece, just really giving it to him. And Tom Brady stepped up and hit, I, I don't know, maybe a, a wedge or maybe a nine-iron, uh, about 150 yards, and it rolled right into the cup. And uh, he turned around, looked at Charles Barkley, and, well, he said, suck on that for a little bit, Chuck. And uh, it was just a funny, funny moment. Tom Brady in the back nine uh, found his game a little bit and showed that, yeah, he could play golf. And, uh, Tom, I take it back. You probably beat me and beat me pretty good. But it was a great, great event, a lot of fun. And I recommend it if you can find it on demand or on Hulu or maybe uh, TNT will re-air this. I recommend you watch it just to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Peyton Manning. I found out was just as funny in person as he is on all those commercials. And Tiger and Phil played off each other really, really well. Uh, it was a welcome, welcome change from all the other news uh, that has surrounded this coronavirus. It just kind of put a light mood in everything. And just the fact that they were able to raise $20 million for these charities was, was 
it was just awesome. This leads me to my poll question that I referenced to earlier. You can find the poll on our Facebook page. That's Monday, awesome or awful? And here's the poll. If you were going to be part of a foursome, uh, you're going to play 18 holes of golf, and you can choose anybody that you want to choose to play golf with. Who would you choose? Think about that. Get onto that uh, Facebook page and uh, share your thoughts with me. I'd be interested in that. Now back to the subject of the golf tournament. I believe that this is where this coronavirus media coverage should probably progress to now. We have gone through this news cycle that uh, has just been kind of unusual for me and uh, it's been a little bit difficult for me to process. Uh, when the coronavirus first came, uh, when you turned on the news, the news was all about the cases and how it was spreading. Uh, you got to see the charts. You got to see all of that. And uh, that was serious stuff. And we all tuned into that. But something changed. Uh, you started to turn on the news and you stopped seeing the case reports. You stopped seeing the graphs. You start saying, hey, uh, this is what needs to be done to uh, for us to go forward. We left all of that in the rearview mirror and we started to just engage in whose fault this really was. It was Cuomo's fault. It was Trump's fault. It was Dr. Fauci's fault. It was everybody's fault. And they stopped talking about the virus itself. Uh, that let me know one thing, that the danger is past, and now it's time for politics. And I don't have time for politics. I had the news on just the other day and uh, had it muted and just kind of had the TV on. And the crawler was uh, going uh, on the bottom of the screen there. And uh, I stopped and watched the crawler for a little bit and started to count the amount of times that I saw the word fear appear. It was surprising how many times that word appeared. And it kind of let me know that the media's job now is to instill fear into us. And I don't have time for that. Uh, I don't want the news media and I don't want this narrative to hijack my happiness and I don't want it to hijack my day. So I've just kind of uh, taken a break from news. I'm just not watching it anymore. And you know what? My attitude's a whole lot better. And now uh, the coronavirus, I've got a golf tournament that reminds me about the coronavirus. I've got a golf tournament that can make me laugh. I got a golf tournament that uh, uh, I can see them actually doing something for the victims of this coronavirus. And I think that is where we need to go to next and leave politics behind. So thank you to TNT and thank you to Tiger. Thank you to Phil and Peyton and Tom uh, for just reminding us that life can be and should be fun even in the midst of a crisis. Let's move on. There is something else in the entertainment world that I kind of want to get into. This past week, uh, my wife and I decided, hey, we're going to go to the Red Box and we're going to rent a movie. Uh, of course, nothing has come out into the movie theaters and it's going right to DVD, which is fine by me. But uh, I had seen the trailers for The Call of the Wild. 
new movie starring uh, Harrison Ford, and of course it's based on the American classic novel uh, of the same name by Jack London. Some of you may have even read this in school, and uh, I did uh, when I was young, uh, but I hadn't really thought about uh, the story much uh, since then, and uh, we rented that DVD and we watched that. And can I say this to Hollywood? Thank you for producing a movie that is just a clean, fun family movie. We need a whole lot more of that in Kind of leave all that trashy stuff behind as well. Now let's get into Misadventures with Mom. I almost feel like there there should be some kind of theme music that goes with this. Or maybe even a sound clip that just says, dun, 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 dun. Because they're just some strange things. The other day, I called my mom and was talking to her, actually, for Mother's Day. Uh, I wanted to wish her a happy Mother's Day, and we were talking. And uh, my mom's just like most uh, elderly people. They're just kind of uh, stuck in the house, and uh, they just kind of like to talk with people, get a little bit of interaction going. And uh, so I was speaking to mom for about uh, uh, an hour or so, and uh, she just kind of reminded me of some things that uh, happened that maybe I hadn't thought about in a long time. One of the subjects that came up was about check cereal. If you've known me for any length of time, you know that I just don't like check cereal. I'm sure Chex makes a fantastic product, and there are millions of people around the world uh, that enjoy an occasional bowl of Chex cereal. Uh, I'm not one of them, and there's a reason behind that. There's a story behind that. About the time that I was in junior high, maybe just starting high school, Chex cereal was running this interesting promotion or special. Uh, If you would send in five box tops along with some film that needed to be developed, Check Serial would develop your film for free and send it back to you with another unused roll of film. Well, you just kind of ended up in a cycle. So now my mother has got an unused roll of film, and so she immediately loads it up into the camera and starts taking pictures of whatever she thought that needed to be taken a picture of. And uh, you know what? You needed five more boxes of cereal needed to be eaten before you can get it developed for free because uh, we ain't paying to get our film developed. No, sir, not when we can get it for free. And all we got to do is eat five boxes of cereal. They ran this special for a year and a half. For a year and a half, me and my brother and my sister, uh, my baby sister wasn't born at the time, and if she was, she was still on baby food, but uh, me, Casey, and Remy, for every day, ate a bowl of Czech cereal for a year and a half. If we got sick of corn checks, you know what? There were wheat checks. And if wheat checks just wasn't doing for us anymore, hey, there's rice checks. And we tried everything to get out of this. We would come out of our bedroom at the last moment 
so that we wouldn't have time for breakfast. The bus was running, and uh, of course, you can't miss the bus. And so uh, we would come out of the bedroom, and there would be a bowl of cereal with milk in it waiting at the table for us. And we'd just blow right past Mom and say, Hey, Mama, sorry, we're running late. i got to go get the school bus. Uh, uh, we'll see you th- this afternoon after school. And uh, sure enough, we'd come home, and we'd open the refrigerator up. And you know what was sitting there waiting? That same bowl of cereal it had been sitting in milk the whole time we were in school and we couldn't have supper until that bowl of cereal was done so that really didn't work and so the next day we were back to eating our cereal rice checks wheat checks or corn checks and it was miserable finally thank god Check cereal stopped running that special. Probably went broke with my mother, but, uh, well, they sold a lot of cereal during that time, and I vowed never to eat another bowl of checks from there on out. Now, we're going to fast forward just a little bit. Oh, I don't know, about 10, 15 years. Jen and I had just got married. In fact, we were in the grocery store for the very first time as a couple, doing some shopping to fill in our apartment cupboards. And we come down the uh, cereal aisle, and the very first thing my wife takes off the shelf and puts into the cart was check cereal. She did not know my aversion to this particular cereal. And we almost got into a knockdown drag out in the middle of the cereal aisle over a box of check cereal. End of the day, the cereal went back on the shelf. And I said, there will never, ever, ever be a box of check cereal that comes into my house as long as I live. People have tried to sneak it in, and, and they walk out the door with it still in their hand. I remember my brother one time uh, decided he was going to be cute. Come over for Christmas and brought some Christmas gifts, and uh, uh, I opened the box, and and sure enough, there was a box of cereal in there, check cereal. And you know what? He took his Christmas present, and he went home with it because it did not come into my house. Now, occasionally, my wife will sneak in a little bit and uh, hide it in the cupboard. She thinks that I don't see it, but I just let her have her little guilty pleasure. But that's my check cereal uh, story, and it's all because of mom. Well, that's all the time that we have for this week. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to like the Facebook page again. That is Monday, awesome or awful. I hope that the rest of your week is awesome, and I hope that uh, you'll tune in again next Monday And we'll see if your week will be awesome or if it's just going to be awful.